0: welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about some NFL. And you know what, King? So it begins.
1: It does. Week one. It's time. Week one is over. It Ow! is time. Yeah, thanks Bruce Buffer for that, for that introduction. Woo! <laughs> yes! 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 Yeah, it was amazing. What, what a, oh, what what a week. week. What a week, jinx, mate. Jinx. <laughs> what a week of football we had.
0: Ugh, everything could and probably did happen this yep. week.
1: Except any of my picks. Well, None of those happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, including you picking against the Steelers, but we'll get onto that later. Yep. So, what, we, what we're going to be doing now, guys, is now we're into the proper regular season. Rather than just talking about every game and trying to make it an equal value... We pick a game each that we want to focus on. We will talk about the other games, albeit briefly. Okay. So the first game we're going to talk about is the King's pick for the week Ooh. of all the games. Yeah. Which one did really what caught your eye?
1: The the game itself didn't necessarily catch my eye. <laughs>
0: Good start.
1: Because there were so many entertaining games, all of them caught my eye together. Yeah,
0: a load of one point games there.
1: But the thing I thought was most intriguing was the Minnesota Vikings versus the Tennessee Titans.
0: <laughs> wow! I've
1: gone obscure. Wow! Okay. I have gone obscure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I want to talk about the Vikings.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I
1: do. I do. Firstly, Vikings defense. Yes. Wow. They were good last year. They were fantastic last year, but they seem to have stepped out. and they were young last year as well. Yeah. You know, they've got Smith in the back end. Harrison Smith's one of the best safeties. Mm-hmm. You've got an emerging talent in Anthony Barr. Wow, that guy's that guy's impressive. He raised the bar. He did raise the bar. So, but you know they've got they've got some standouts everywhere. I could keep talking about all their players, but it's you know they were just so impressive. They had three turnovers in the game. Two of them they returned for touchdowns. Yes, which is crazy in a twenty-five sixteen win against the Titans in Tennessee, mm-hmm. who a lot of people picked to be an emerging team. Well, I didn't myself being one of them? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I I'm...
0: did not pick the Titans because. I've watched NFL, and over the last five years, the Titans have been a joke. They have. Sorry, Titans fans, but you know it.
1: They've got some pieces, I think, and to coin a phrase used by Conor McGregor after his loss against Nate Diaz, <laughs> right, I, am hu- okay. I am humble in victory and humble in defeat, <laughs> and I was certainly wrong about the Titans in week one, <laughs> but I was just so impressed with this defense. Two sacks, four quarterback hits, mm-hmm. two passes defended. That's crazy pressure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be tough for any team to play against them if they're getting that kind of pressure on, on the uh, on the quarterback for the opposing team. And the other interesting thing is they won that game when Adrian Peterson had almost a career low, with thirty-one rushing yards. And this, I know, this on them what? Yeah, Adrian Peterson, thirty-one rushing yards this week. Yeah, that's crazy. So for them to for them to sort of stay in games, I know their defense scored fourteen points, but or you know, 12 plus the kicks, but, you know, for them to stay in that game was just hugely impressive. And Sean Hill was was average, what you'd expect from a backup quarterback. And
0: I did blog about Sean Hill a couple of weeks ago. You yes.
1: did, you did. But, you know, and you said there was optimism there,
0: but the... 236 yards, no touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and about, what, 55-ish completion percentage? Yeah, 18 percentage? out of
0: 33
1: yeah. completed. Yeah. That's not great. It's not great, no, but it's very... Sean Hillish. It's, yeah,
0: yeah. So it's so Sean Hill.
1: Absolutely. But they've got, I know you're going to be angry at this, but please bear with me. All right. They've got Bradford that's definitely going to come in next week as a starter, <laughs> in my opinion. And you know, yeah, he's had his ups and downs. He had a fantastic rookie year. His co- career completion percentage is 60%. He just needs to protect the ball and let this defence come in and win games for them.
0: Yeah, but what's Stephon Diggs? He did 103 yards...
1: He did, and he looked great. He looked great. A lot of those, like, a lot of those were screen plays or quick slants. So a lot of them was it was yards after catch but rather than quick. So I mean, burnt. Yeah, 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 it wasn't necessarily Sean Hill, to, you know.
0: Oh, it wasn't throwing a pinpoint
1: a, accurate <laughs> pass over the defense, but you know, it was uh, you know they've got some talent and they've got a really balanced receiving core because Treadwell a beast in the red zone if they actually want to do want to throw it up. Mm-hmm. Diggs, as you mentioned, is is rapid and cre- you know can create something from nothing, which is great. But I just thought, watching them at first glance, I thought, do you know what, this is like week one for the 2015 Broncos, where the defence is just rescuing you from games. Yeah. The only difference I can see with them and the Broncos after week one, bear in mind, guys, this is week one. I'm speculating (laughs) to some extent here. But the difference is, they've got a fantastic defence. Bradford might not be as bad as Manning was in his last year. And they've got an elite runner peterson is 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 a top three running back in the league yeah you, you know the the Broncos Most won the Super weeks. Bowl last year without uh, granted this week he had a poor one but you know he's it's gonna be tough to keep him in check throughout the season that guy's a beast mm. but you know the Broncos won the Super Bowl with CJ anderson and Hillman wasn't it like that you know I wouldn't put either of those two or both combined probably on Adrian <laughs> Peterson's level
0: no so okay. it's just it, right.
1: it's for me it was more about how impressed I was that the Viking. I actually picked the Titans to win this because I didn't know what was going to happen with Bridgewater out, and I was hugely impressed with the Vikings stepping up. The defense sort of going right. Well, it was we the all leaders on the last defense, year,
0: wasn't it? It right?
1: was, but they, you know, they took that. You know, they. I guess they used it as motivation. Everyone wrote them off once Bridgewater went out, and mm-hmm. you know they were a great defense last year, or you know, a very good one. And you know, week one, they're showing all the signs of being a great defense, and. You know, defence wins championships. And if Bradford can just come in there and not turn the ball over, they are going to have a chance. Because actually throwing the ball, if he's safer and, and, you know, is more calculated in his approach, he's not got got to do what he did with a poor St. Louis team or with a poor Eagles team. He's not got to go and win football games. All he's got to do with a defence like that is not turn the ball over and put them in positions to kick field goals and Peterson to rush for 100 yards a game. And they are going to win more games than they lose. And probably a lot more games. And they could be a frightening team when you get in the playoffs. Because the issue is here that, you know, the Titans, yeah, they got 16 points. But they started well and then Vikings got into the swing of it and caused major issues. The impressive thing is, though, the fact they scored two touchdowns on on defense means they weren't doing the normal Vikings thing. They weren't eating up the clock running the ball. Mm -hmm. Those two scores came immediately. Yes. Which meant the Titans got so much more time to actually create some offence. And they were still stopped. They were stuffed on offence. I just thought that was really interesting to me, seeing that that you know the, the the Titans had opportunities and just couldn't do anything against this. The front seven, the back end, they're just quality throughout.
0: Well, if you look at the Titans and what they're trying to do, it, it's a run-heavy team. There's yeah, not really yeah. a receiving option there. You've got Sharp, um, who did just over 70 yards.
1: Yeah, Tajo Sharp. you know, I think he's going to have a really good rookie year. Um, Delaney Walker's another another player, but he's a tight end. He's not. He's always injured. Yeah, and it's you know they've they've got players like Kendall Wright who've never sort of stepped up mm-hmm. to where they'd hoped, and you know it's 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 going to be difficult for them. That you know, I, I sorry to cut you off, but they were uh, you know I think it's that, your game. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> there, I think the point you were hopefully trying to make, or. It, to correlate this, is that the Titans are a team that want to be in the lead and want to eke out the clock. Yes. And if they're behind, they are going to struggle.
0: Well, I think that they've, they've obviously got DeMarco Murray and Derek Henry as their pickups in the off season. Yeah. And that whole idea was to run over teams um, and take the pressure off Mariota to having to sling it. mm mm-hmm. um, Because he can obviously use his legs and he's, I don't think he's the best thrower. So, but what that does is it shortens the field and when you come up against a defense like the vikings what they can do is they can then move closer you know you cut off 10 yards of coverage you move those safeties in yeah. they crowd it and i think that's what what happened here you know you're going to get mistakes when all you're doing is running the ball
1: yeah and they're not they're not defenses aren't going to be afraid to to load the box against the titans because they've not got that deep threat at no. the moment, Tajay Sharp could step up and be that. I've not seen enough of him to, to sort of comment on that. Uh, yeah, he looks good. I, I'm i higher on Mariota than you are. Uh, I do think he can throw it. I do think he's got an accurate deep ball. Uh, but, you know, he is confined to the limitations that that team has, has got, which is, yeah, they're a run first team. Absolutely fine. No issue with that. But when you've not got a burner or someone who's going to take the top off for defence, you know, he's confined to these short to intermediate routes mm-hmm. when if you're loading the box anyway you know it gets congested it, it's difficult then and even you know there's teams that can still thrive in that you look at the Patriots who are played to you know similar sort of offense to that when they've got an elite slot receiver like Edelman who can genuine genuinely get free nine nine times out of ten and then create run after catch mm. or an elite I'm not saying um, Delaney Walker's not this because he was one of the best Titans last season but he's not on Gronk's level. And when you you know, they've got those two players that are so dynamic that you can throw it to them within sort of 50, you know, ten to twenty yards. And they're gonna that you know, they're gonna break out and, and get those thirty, forty yard pickups that mm-hmm. that, you know, help alleviate some of the pressure off your offence and and shorten fields and, and put you in scoring range. Whereas the Titans, I don't think at the moment I'm looking at their team and I don't think they've got that. I hope that I hope that Tajay Sharp can step up because um because I think Mariota is better than people give him credit for, and I think he's a, I think he's a good player. And he's, <laughs>
0: we're going to butt heads on this guy until he's out of the league.
1: We, we absolutely are, but it's, it's you know I hope he proves you wrong as well, Jim, because uh, he's come in, he's on a really poor team, and he's you know he's doing his best, and the problem is he's conf- so is Jameis Winston. He is, but Jameis Winston also had a top ten pick in Mike Evans to throw the ball to, which.
0: Yeah, but the the Titans did in Jack Conklin. Conklin. Yeah.
1: Throw the ball to the line. No, I didn't say
0: he's going to throw team, but they are the top ten pick, didn't they?
1: No, yeah, but the... Uh... They
0: waste it on Conklin. They That's do. That's the difference. Okay, yeah, he's been dumped into a bad team, but you're supposed to make a bad team better. Yeah. You know, you're the first, you know, second overall pick. Mm-hmm. Look at these other players that come in, like Cam Newton. In five years, he got into to a Super Bowl. Yep. I ain't seen that from Mariota.
1: No. No, I'm not either. I'm not either. I win! I win! <laughs> y- you win based on the fact... <laughs> Based on the fact <laughs> the Titans haven't put a team around Mariota that oh. Cam Newton's got. Because mm. Cam Newton 100% has got one of the best defences in football. Now he has. They have to build up. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I'll win again. I'm just oh, No, I'm agreeing winning. with you. It's not, <laughs> not winning. It's not winning. Very competitive. Think... football started okay. and you've become very competitive, Jim. <laughs>
0: Anything else you want to say in this game then, King? No, Before we just, move on?
1: I I think the Vikings could be a nightmare for a lot of teams this year. And I watched that, and I was a bit skeptical, and I was completely sold on what I saw.
0: Yeah, I'm very happy for the Vikings because we don't want it just to be another Packers year in the NFC North. They need those Vikings to be challenging them because I don't think they're going to get it from the Bears and the Lions. Despite, I think the Lions,
1: the Lions, the Lions could scare people this year or surprise people. Could surprise people. Um, I don't necessarily see it as an issue with the Packers. For me, it's more. I don't like seeing teams derailed by freak injuries mm-hmm. in the preseason, uh, or certainly in the first few weeks of the of the year, um, yeah. derail a whole season for what is a, you know a team that has spent time, done it the right way, they've drafted well, they've been patient, they've not gone and spent tons and tons of money on free agents. You know when teams do things you know fundamentally well, in my opinion, I want to see them do well. And I'm I'm glad from you know in a very small sample size in week one mm-hmm. that it doesn't appear that the Vikings have been too heavily impacted by Bridgewater's horrific injury.
0: We'll see what happens in week two. Yeah, them, fingers
1: we? crossed because I you know I do genuinely hope they do well.
0: Okay, well we'll have a break now, shall we, King? Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll come back for part two. Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. In part one, we've just heard about the King's pick of the week. And so now it's time for Lowly Jim to give my game of the week. Yeah. As far as I saw it anyway. Yeah.
1: No one's interested. What is it? <laughs> I'm joking. Well, games, I'm it? joking. No, I'm, getting, no, no. I'm getting almost as competitive as you from the first you just, segment. you
0: just saw after your picks from last oh, week. No. Oh, Which I won't talk about right I now. I am sore. Yeah. Well, let's talk about one that you got absolutely wrong. The Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> beating the Skins... Thirty-eight to sixteen. Yeah, in Washington, of all places.
1: Yeah, it was a humping, wasn't it? It wasn't a great first quarter, though. Ooh. It was
0: not an encouraging first quarter. Okay. We were six nothing down. Wow. When I say we, I mean obviously, you know, yeah, me and the Steelers uh, <laughs> We're down six nothing at halftime. To- at the end of the first quarter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there was a, an interception as well, from what I remember. There was, yeah. So it wasn't looking great, um, but I love the way that we we rallied back if you look at last year's game when we played uh, a division winner mm-hmm. away on the first week we didn't we we went behind early and we never got back but uh this time I'm very happy because we ended up scoring another two touchdowns in before the halftime and then for the third quarter we scored 10 points fourth quarter we scored another 14 points yeah so that is really, impressive i think i love the way that we we reached an extra level despite the fact that we have got a lot of people not available mm-hmm. shall we say right now um, D'Angelo Williams had a great game 143 yards and 2 touchdowns yep. Um you know you, there are a lot of a lot of times when you put in a backup and you're like a Sean Hill and you're not expecting anything And I, people always seem to forget about D'Angelo Williams but he was a really good running back for Carolina
1: oh he was amazing and, and
0: he left them a bit early a bit like Steve Smith left them as well Yeah. you know he's still got gas in the tank Julius Peppers as well to yeah. some extent so it's been really really encouraging it's so it's a bit like what Punk said the other week about having someone, you know, to come in and just, you're calm then about the position, you're not worried so much anymore. Mm-hmm. He was talking about Derek Carr in that instance. But for for a Steelers fan, not having Le'Veon Bell there, who is a stud running back, you think, oh, we're well, we going run it. But we've got a backup there that, you, you can't use him 16 games a season, but no. he he is able to do this on a pretty consistent basis. Yep. Only a small sample size. Obviously, you can't run him like that all season, but no. for a few games a year, he can do this.
1: Yeah, I I worried. I think I mentioned um, last week is I I have I I sort of understand how good D'Angelo Williams can be, mm-hmm. and he was hugely impressive. One thing I liked was his patience in the red zone. Yeah, he just looks so clinical down there, which is which it's was just great. Like
0: Le'Veon Bell, though, because Le'Veon yeah. Bell is one of the most patient runners. Yeah, he is, and he's when you're watching him, you. You, when you normally look at a running back, they just charge at a seam. Mm. Or they've, they've got the, the root in their head, and they're going for it, and if it works, then brilliant. Yeah, or, you know, the some following of them, blockers. Some well. of them can do a couple of jukes, and they can get away from stuff. But Levion gets the ball, and then looks around. He's like almost like a quarterback. He's yeah. almost looking downfield. Yeah. And you're, you're screaming, go, 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 go and he knows obviously when to go and he he hits them he hurts them so often i think maybe D'Angelo's learned something from that because yeah, it's weird. He, it used to be like yeah. that yeah the
1: seasoned veterans learnt from you know what is a <laughs> yeah. young up and coming or you know and, and now established established players just there for the whole season but, but now, yeah, i was just sorry to, to yeah, finish my on. point was is i mean it's your game with it's <laughs> absolutely my game with D'Angelo williams i i you can see him doing this on occasion mm-hmm. um luckily it's only 3 games but i don't you can't as a Steelers fan or as a Steelers coach, you can't lean, you know, no. your game towards him rushing for over a hundred yards every week because well, that's won't. just not he that's won't. not going to
0: happen. But for three games, he probably can. Yeah, yep. um, And then An- Antonio Brown does what Antonio Brown does: 126 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, that guy's normal. Um, even with Josh Norman hanging off him most of the time, Josh Norman had a good game mm. and he did have some production against Antonio Brown. But eventually, you're going to get you get burnt. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, we didn't have Marcus Wheaton either. You know, he was supposed to then step up as the second receiver. So he, then you've got Sammy Coates and Eli Rogers. Mm-hmm. And Eli Rogers had a really good game. It mm-hmm. was his first game for us. He went undrafted from Louisville uh, last year. So it's his second year, but it's his first game. He had six receptions for 59 yards and a touchdown. A
1: Solid stats. Yeah. Over 10 yards a catch.
0: Yeah. But that touchdown brings, brings me on to what I'm going to call a say what? Right. player of the week which was the Immaculate Reception 2 yeah, I the receptioning just, I was going to ask you about this <laughs> because I mean you've how good a teammate is Sammy Coates he gets thrown to in the end zone and rather than catching himself and getting a touchdown you know, no I'm going to let it bounce off me and straight to one of my teammates in you know in a crowded section of the field mm-hmm. and he's going to get the touchdown you mm-hmm. know, it's his
1: first game I'll
0: let him have it did he get
1: credited with a, <laughs> an <have> assist been- <laughs>
0: I'm not sure how it's how it works. You know, the NFL are quite strange about how they count stuff up. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was a, such a strange play. And it just heart back the immaculate reception, which I'm sure Punk will be happy that I've mentioned uh, on
1: the podcast. He's yeah. getting mentioned a lot, Punk. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's a mentionable guy. He is. He is. If only with the authorities. So, is there anything else you noticed in this game then, besides the fact you have a potent offense, which everyone knew coming into the season?
0: Well, I also like the defense, Ooh. which is much maligned.
1: It is maligned. It's maligned. I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts, Jim.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to say too much, but I, you know, we needed to do stuff on on cornerbacks, and you know, we brought in Gilbert, mm-hmm. who was a first round pick for the Browns. Say he was a, right. Yeah, he was the yeah, Bengals. I was, was going to say Bengals, but it's it is Browns. I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we still haven't got Senquez Golson, he's injured again. Um but you know, I think we've we've got a pretty good unit there. And Stefan Twit I really like, Cam Hayward I really like, uh Javon Hargrave who I've mentioned before, he's a great addition uh from the draft as a nose tackle. We've got some real pressure now up the up the middle. You've forgotten someone and who had a highlight play, Ryan Shazier.
1: Ryan, eh? Oh, wow! Ryan, I wouldn't of say it to his
0: face, but that boy is a machine. He is a beast. I love Ryan Shazier. He's been one of the real, you know. When everyone talks about the Steelers linebackers, they always go straight for Jarvis Jones because it's easy, you know.
1: I would have said Lawrence Timmons personally, but yeah.
0: No, for right now, I mean, they okay. always say, "Oh, the Steelers have had bad picks," and Jarvis Jones. Look at him; it's like three years in, and he hasn't done anything for four, three or four years now. He's been <laughs> in the league and. He's either been injured or he's had trouble adapting to the speed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Ryan Shazier came in as our first pick a couple of years ago and he's just been brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's third year now and he's had problems. He's only managed nine games first year, 12 games second year and this is his third third season. Yep. So he's not on the field enough. But when he is, he is on it. He's all over the place.
1: Yeah, he's a nightmare. He's One, he's got ball skills. You saw that with the interception this mm-hmm. week. He is probably the fastest linebacker in the league. Yeah, he's lightning. Four point three eight forty. That's fast for a wide receiver. Yeah, and he's playing middle linebacker. Yeah, you watch him. That's he goes crazy. from the center
0: to the outside so quickly. He's he's scanning the quarterback's eyes and he's bringing up that extra coverage.
1: Mm. Well, we we I'm no doubt going to talk about him in a couple of well in a couple of segments time, but you know to put four three eight. 40 in perspective the fastest wide receiver in the combine this year was Will Fuller and he Mm -hmm. ran 4-3-2 that's
0: just half a second
1: crazy fast Mm -hmm. less than half a second
0: yeah linebackers aren't supposed to be the quickest they're supposed to be the kind of athletic guy but
1: yeah and he's got instincts and he's got instincts as well he if he can stay healthy you're absolutely right to touch on that if he can stay healthy he could be one of the best linebackers in football yeah and you know I again it's one of those situations you don't want to see Careers derailed, or at least um, inhibited by injuries. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just hope that curse goes. Especially now, as he's going into his spot, I think he's twenty-four, twenty-five years old. So he's yeah. still, you know, he's still a young guy. He's still probably getting used to adapting. One, he moved position. He played outside linebacker in college. He's not even used to playing inside linebacker. Yeah. So you know, he's adapting to a new position. He's had to probably bulk up from college. And you know, you just hope that his body then becomes a bit more. Uh, you know, a, a, a bit more ready for the NFL and, and, and equipped to actually deal with, you know, the hits and, and the physicality. So fingers crossed, because you could genuinely have a defensive player of the year type player in Shazier. Yeah. It's, <laughs>
0: it's not just Shazier, Bud Dupree as well. is I, I rate him, but, you know, he's injured again. So mm. it's when we get everyone back, then we'll finally see what that Steelers D can do. Um, and the other impressive thing was obviously that the Redskins had no one injured going into that game they had a full roster to pick from yep and we still managed to beat them so uh, while we've got these players out Le'Veon Bell we're just waiting for him to come back you know you've got to make do of what you can and we played as well as I think we could have done
1: yeah yeah now you guys were good so me happy good I'm glad you're happy <laughs> good pick and some interesting points in,
0: in a week where nothing much went right um, the Steelers win was welcome
1: yeah yeah yeah. Exciting.
0: I've got nothing else to say on that game. I'm no? i just, just got a smile on my face.
1: That's it. Do we want to run, quickly run through the, the other games? We better go through
0: the other games then. We better go through them. So then I'm going to ask you, King, what happened on these games. So the first one was obviously the Thursday night game, which was the Broncos against the Panthers.
1: Yep. How did the Broncos win that? Defence. Did they? <laughs> it's a shocker. <laughs> Defence, again. Simeon? Simeon played better than... I think people expected him to do a lot of small passes, screen passes, um, run game looks solid, but their defense was smashing Cam Newton. Mm. Some were controversial, the hits, but I think a lot of times Cam Newton puts himself in situations where he's going to get hit. He either holds onto the ball too long or he doesn't slide when he runs with it. So mm-hmm. I think some complaints, you know, are null and void, but others should have been called Okay. Um, but yeah it was just a, a very similar game besides Simeon was playing instead of Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl really I think yeah, the, the I Broncos lucky on the something. Broncos defence outperformed the the Carolina defence and offence and that was pretty much it and the, the Broncos offence did enough to sort of keep them in the game.
0: What about Tampa Bay then? They went to Atlanta 131-24 to uh,
1: A huge game breakout game and hopefully signs of things to come from uh, Jameis Winston he looked like Ben Roethlisberger in that game standing in the pocket extending plays and his arm I've never well I knew he had a good arm obviously but it looked like he was just flicking his wrist Mm -hmm. and these balls were flying out a couple of deep balls um, one to Evans and a touchdown, yeah. yeah, and there was another one as well for a touchdown, which was a great catch, and uh, yeah, for which was a fantastic catch. you Safarian Jenkins, I believe it yeah. was, too, yeah, um, yeah, so he, yeah, he had a great game. And Falcons actually were better than advertised, I thought they, they overachieved. So well, Julio Jones caught the ball, at least, yeah. Jones was again another beast, you can't stop He's that guy, level, you therefore. cannot stop him, no.
0: So then we've got the Buffalo Bills didn't get it done against the Baltimore Ravens. That was a 7 to 13 first
1: Yeah, not a lot to say about that. Um you don't say anything about that? Game? N- not really. It was a bit boring <laughs> to be fair. No, nothing really to say. Not
0: much for Terence West. I mean, Justin Forsett got more yards than that guy. Yeah. And he had less
1: carries. Yeah. Flacco looked decent. He looks like he's improved again. So that's good. <laughs>
0: Okay, then we've got the uh, Chicago Bears 14, Houston Texans 23. Brock's first game. Yeah,
1: so this is my week one shout out of the week. Okay. Yeah, the first ever. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going with two people. A pe- drop to follow. I'm going with two people. What? I'm going with two <laughs> people this week. Okay. First one, Will Fuller, obviously. Yeah, I called it. 107 yards and one touchdown. On five receptions. On five receptions. Mm-hmm. So what was it, 21.5 average? That's crazy. Uh, we knew he was fast. My God, is he fast. He looked like he was running against kids. Mm-hmm. And they genuinely seemed frightened when he was running towards them. A couple of screenplays that he took, you know, 20, 30 yards. So shout out to Will Fuller. You are the first ever on Jim and the King podcast. <laughs> shout out of the week. Yep. Second one is Jim. You hey, are me? my second shout-out oh of the week for the reason that you picked Will Fuller from the draft as yes. one of the steals of the draft and also one of the breakout stars for this year. I so did. you you and Will Fuller are hand-in-hand <laughs> hand this week in my shout-outs of the week. Jeez. So congratulations, man.
0: Well, congratulations to DeAndre Hopkins as well. 54 yards and a touchdown doing what DeAndre Hopkins does. Yep. And Brock Osweiler, 231 yards, two touchdowns. Also, Lamar Miller did over 106, 106 yards rushing. Yeah, he looked that good. That boy, when you give him the ball, he will be productive. he didn't use him. That was a career-high in attempts. Someone's going to.
1: Career-high in attempts for, yeah. for Lamar Miller. And he absolutely made the most of it. So, well done to the Texans.
0: Green Bay went to Jacksonville for a sunburn. Uh, they came out 27-23 to 23 winners in that game. Very
1: entertaining game. Mm. Very entertaining. Um, difference being, Aaron Rodgers knew how to manage the clock. And...
0: Made crazy throws as he, well. well he,
1: yeah, he made some pl- amazing plays. People draped off him, throwing, the, throwing darts into the end zone. Um, but it was more, for me, I think Bortles actually had a good game. The difference was you could see that Rodgers knew what he was doing and when he wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles kept losing track of the, of the of the play count and had to call too many tight ends, which meant they couldn't come back at the end Time of the outs. game. Timeouts. Timeouts, sorry. Um, yeah, so that was the difference. I think one is a veteran, you know, MVP type Quarterback and one is trying to get there, but clearly is from a, certainly from a mental standpoint is not quite
0: there yet. Great game for Alan Robinson as well. He's yeah, Robins, a really solid receiver. I
1: think at fifteen. They threw him fifteen times. Yeah, they just couldn't stop him.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't really want to say it, King, but uh, San Diego twenty-seven, Kansas City thirty-three. Yep. After overtime.
1: Yeah, we threw it away.
0: We literally. Yeah, I think it was
1: 21-3 going in uh, three minutes into the third quarter. Yep. That's crazy. Like, we shouldn't be throwing those games away. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a good game, a couple of touchdowns. Danny Wood had had a good game, but we, once... This is so frustrating. Once Keenan Allen got injured, we just weren't good enough on offense. Mm -hmm. And it's so frustrating to have him go so early in the season. Not only from a Chargers perspective... There's a lot of fantasy owners that are going to be disappointed.
0: And a neutral I, fan. And that from a, boy yeah. it makes plays. He does. I and, think he's a top
1: five receiver when he's fit.
0: Yeah, if you watch NFL, then you need to be disappointed about this because Keenan Allen is like a DeAndre Hopkins, is like a Julio Jones and Antonio Brown. He makes stuff happen.
1: Yeah, double and triple covered. He yeah. will bring the ball down.
0: Yeah, he's so underrated because mm. he's injured so much. But when he's playing, he is amazing. So yeah. I'm, I'm gutted about that yeah. just as a fan.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. So, so that was about it, really. We just threw that away. Yeah.
0: Someone who didn't throw it away were the Oakland Raiders. 35 to Saints 34 on a two point winner conversion. Yep. And they almost lost it on the field goal the other end. Tell me about it, King.
1: What a game. Yeah. What a game. I could, I could say this about most games this week. But yep. uh, yeah, gutsy, gutsy call. The What I thought was interesting is, well, is. How neither neither defense could stop it.
0: No, it was not a game of defense. No,
1: it? it certainly wasn't, and you know it was more balanced from an Oakland perspective. You know they had, you know they were doing well on the ground and also throwing the ball, but Drew Brees, Brandon Cooks just lit up. You know the uh, the Raiders defense. Sean Smith, I think, who was the big money acquisition for them at corner, got benched in the third quarter, mm-hmm. uh, which is not good in your first. Sort of regular season game for the uh, for the Raiders, but you know they showed character. They sh- you know Derek Carr once again showed leadership, came back and won the game for them Yeah. So yeah, fantastic. Well done Raiders and congratulations, Punk Raider. <laughs>
0: Another one point squeaker here. The Bengals went to New York and got a twenty three to twenty two win against the Jets, despite seven sacks.
1: Yeah, seven sacks, which is a career high against uh, against Dalton. Andy Dalton. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they look. They look. Their front seven look great. Uh, Darrell Revis looks like he's aged overnight. AJ Green <laughs> looks amazing. I think actually it might have helped Andy. Do- uh, you know, this is a ridiculous thing to say, but having just AJ Green because it, it it means now I think some of the pressure has been stacked back on him, and it's whether he can step up and do it. And based on what I saw in Week One, he absolutely looks like he's got. The, the ability and you know the mental capacity to actually take that leadership role on and, and go out there and win games for the Bengals, which is exciting. Because he threw a pick early on, came back, showed some character and, and went out and won the game for them. Mm. So good for him. And Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill had a good game. So yeah, they again, looking like another balanced team even despite the losses at wide receiver.
0: The Cleveland Browns didn't have a good, good game. No. Shock, horror. Shock, <laughs> horror. Uh, they went to Philadelphia, lost 29-10 to 10 against the Eagles.
1: Against the Eagles and against the quarterback. Carson Wentz. That, that they traded the pick away.
0: Yeah, that's got to sting even more, hasn't it? If just, it's just hum- such a if, Browns thing to do. If he
1: humps them every year, they are absolutely going to rue that decision. Well, if he just takes the Eagles through the playoffs, yeah. then
0: they're going to have to rue it, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Uh, Wentz looked good in his first game. The Eagles' offense looked good and the Browns... It's worrying when your best wide receiver is uh, quarterback for the Raiders two years ago. So that's not a good sign. Yeah, the
0: Matthews brothers did well, didn't they? Rashad and Jordan. Yep. Yeah. 114 yards and a touchdown for Jordan Matthews. And then 77 yards and a touchdown for Rashad Matthews. Do you mean Ryan Matthews? Ryan Matthews. Damn it.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Too many Matthews in this. Game. He looked good. Um, Ryan Matthews actually had a really funny play where he like f- jumped into the end zone and was caught by one of his linemen and then just sort of... <laughs> Stood up. So, if you want to see something funny, watch that video.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks managed to make a tough game out of a uh, Dolphins matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won 12-10. to
1: 10. They did. Um, Wilson got hobbled in that game. So, it would be interesting to see how mobile he is moving forward. Um, but, yeah. They, they did make a bit of a meal of it. Their defence, though. Oh, my days. Mm-hmm. Did the Seahawks' defence look good. Mm-hmm. And... They've got the weapons and they've got a a top-quality quarterback when fully healthy. Uh, I'm not overly worried about about that scoreline in Week 1.
0: No, they did that last season, didn't they? Yeah, I think they're
1: they're a team that knows that you need to sort of get into your stride towards the end of the season rather than... Build up the momentum. Yeah, which I think the Bengals have have typically over the last few years done it the opposite way around and has has caused them issues in the playoffs, whereas the Seahawks, have, I think, have, have sort of know what the recipe is to be successful moving forward and, and sort of get yourself in some championship games
0: would like a mini shout out to the Miami O-line they, they seem to give Ry, uh, Ryan at least another second in the pocket yeah
1: Tannehill did look like he had a bit more time this week which mm-hmm. is which was good to see
0: yeah hit Landry a couple of times yeah. uh, then we've got another one point squeaker the New York Giants 20 the Dallas Cowboys 19 and Terrence Williams probably wants to forget this game yeah happened.
1: he wants to bury himself in the sand doesn't he he yeah. um yeah, wasn't really about him though. To be fair, he uh, the the game was just back and forth, very exciting, very exciting game. Um, get out of the bounds, get out of, get out of the bounds. I know, it was terrible, but um, yeah, both teams both teams did reasonably well. The Cowboys seemed to be dominating in in the first and second quarters, mm-hmm. and then just struggled to st- struggled to put. Cons- Continuous first downs together to actually get themselves in scoring range. Yeah, uh, that was the it was that was the main thing. Whereas again, the the, uh, the Giants seemed to sort of come into their own in the second half and 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 squeaked it right at the end. And Victor Cruz is back, so congratulations, Victor. Well Cruz Well done,
0: Victor Cruz. There you go. You showed the injury gods what's what.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Detroit Lions beat the Indianapolis Colts thirty nine to thirty five. Yeah, a bit of a shock to some people, myself, myself included. Um, Andrew Luck huge game I think. 385
0: people, yards and 4 touchdowns yeah
1: people were writing him off after the first half as well saying Andrew Lux where he was last year <laughs> the guy stepped up and played very well another offensive line that was improved mm-hmm. uh, they looked better I think having Kelly in there made, really made a difference Oh, yeah, Ryan
0: uh, Kelly is something we need to talk about uh, another time probably but. yeah
1: I really like Ryan Kelly I talked to you about him before the draft and after the draft so yeah, you impressed. talk about him all the time I do I love him I get um, at least five texts I there, know that, I, I talk about centre a <laughs> bit too much I think yeah. um, Dorsett came in and did really well so congrats to him uh, T.Y. Hilton did what T.Y. Hilton does and Moncrief had a good game uh, yeah. sadly though the, uh, the Lions stepped up Stafford had a fantastic game and their run game, by the way, you know Riddick and Abdullah. Mm-hmm. Abdullah looked amazing. Uh, Riddick as well looked good, but particularly Abdullah, both catching the ball and rushing the ball, he looked frightening. Another one of those X-factor type players that can do it on both both sides. You're over
0: 100 yards for for Riddick. Yeah, and two touchdowns. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And uh, Jones had a good first game for the Lions. Stepped up and did very well. And you know, to not to replace. Kevin Johnson, you're not no. going to do that. But yeah, they look good. And actually, I didn't realise that. I think they were four or five games in a row back in the last year. The Lions won. Yes. Um, so they, they're they not... I don't necessarily think they're as bad as everyone thinks. They just played very bad at the beginning and middle of last year and sort of started to, to sort of get into a rhythm. And if Stafford could stop throwing the stupid interceptions at the end of games, he's one of the most... From a pure passer perspective, one of the most gifted quarterbacks in the league.
0: Yeah, I think um, Jim Bob Coot has obviously made a difference there on offense because we saw them the first week he was the OC, mm-hmm. um, and they got humped by the Chiefs in London. So they did. They definitely had a bit. That of a was nothing to do with then. him, though, was it? It was no, just, it was only just got there.
1: Alex Smith running all over him.
0: Yeah. Uh, then it's two games left. Thinking so, we got the New England Patriots' have to win against the Arizona Cardinals, twenty-three to twenty-one.
1: Yeah, uh, squeaked one. Missed yeah. field goal at the end of the game. Bad snap. So that was a bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. They both look quite even, I thought, as as team as teams go. Difference being, the Patriots have got their starting quarterback to come in. So yeah. I don't know what that
0: says about the Cardinals this year. That's an outlier for the Cardinals, isn't it? Really. Yeah. I did, but another shout out for Jim. Because I did say they're a pretender for the Super Bowl this season. You absolutely so.
1: did. And I also said I wanted to pick them. We're quite right on that one. But uh, yeah, no, well done to the Patriots for winning that game that they probably had put a little asterisk next to at the beginning of the season when Garoppolo was starting, saying this is yeah. one we can probably afford to lose. So good for them.
0: Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore. And the last game, I'm sure the LA Rams don't want to talk about this mm-hmm. anymore. They didn't score a point against the 49ers. Yeah, Wayne well, Gabbert... Got them a twenty-eight point win.
1: Yeah, this was in the middle of the night in England, so we didn't get a chance to see it live. But I watched no. it later. When I first saw the score pop up, pop up in the morning, I genuinely thought it was like one of those school matches where the other team doesn't have enough players <laughs> yeah. and you just have to concede it. Yeah. And twenty-eight is just the you know is just the, the the number of points that the, the league gives you if the other team forfeits. Yeah. Uh, they were terrible on offense.
0: I mean, yeah, just nothing. I mean, Todd Gurley did forty-seven yards rushing. Yeah. Minus five for receiving.
1: Yeah, they were they were shocking on offence, and that was the story of the game, really. But playing Gabbert
0: wasn't much better. I mean, 170 yards and a touchdown. Case Keenum was 130 yards. Mm. Two interceptions. That's the thing. They shortened <laughs> was, the field. It was Carlos Hyde. They did this last, didn't they, the 49ers? They had a great yep. first week, and Carlos Hyde ran over everyone, and then he disappeared.
1: Yeah, Hyde had a good game. Um, both teams I'm worried about, but the... Clearly, the Niners are the best out of a bad bunch. I think we'll leave it there, but that's that's the, the the sort of recap for for week one.
0: Yeah,
1: it was it wasn't it was great
0: fun though. Wasn't oh, it? so many results went just on a knife edge.
1: I know, and we're going to go into how badly I did on my picks. We've alluded to it a
0: couple of times. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to have to take a break. Mm. We're going to have to take a break.ing So stay with us for part three. Welcome back to part three of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. You've heard the King's pick, you've heard my pick for the week, you've also heard the round-up of all of the week one games. So what we're going to do now is a new segment, which I like to call Trojan Wins.
1: Yeah, it's my favourite segment. Yeah. None of you have heard it, but it's my favourite segment.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to move into it, but um, basically what this is, is I pick out a selection of games that you know I don't believe it was the fair result. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of, you know, little intricacies as to why I pick a game. Um, I try to keep uh, neutral about why I've picked this game.
1: I think it's a a win that doesn't tell the whole story. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And, oh my word, I could have talked about half the games this week, you know. It's not, although it's not just about a one-point game. No. Okay? Because, if it was, I would have probably put the Raiders into this. Oh, controversial. I didn't do it, though. I didn't do it. Okay?
1: They've shown us much love, Jim. (laughs) I'm sure it's much so no. But you know when it's that
0: close it could have gone either it way could have done. And the fact that it was down to a field goal miss.
1: Yeah and a two point conversion
0: Yeah so what I'm saying is that just because it was a one although I've just said a one point game is is likely to be a Trojan win, it's not necessarily a Trojan win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But my first one is the Denver Broncos beating the Carolina Panthers 21-20. to Trojan win <laughs> yeah, for I'm the
1: ex-Super Bowl champ, or current Super Bowl champions. We'll call them X. X. We'll call them
0: the X. Ex- yeah, the ex- the although they might be current, I reckon they're going to be X.
1: Oh, Why is it
0: Trojan? Well, too? you know, I wasn't happy with the Super Bowl result. Okay, so I know this sounds like sour grapes. Okay. It does. I yeah. But <laughs> I don't rate Simeon, and I didn't rate... Manning or Osweiler last season either but I mean they're starting off here and they've lost some pieces on defence it didn't seem to make too much difference again but I think that's just a, a Panthers thing with the Broncos it's like a kryptonite type thing Yeah, where no matter what they do they're going to lose these games um, I just I, I don't know how they managed to lose it I don't know how and then you start looking at the hits that happened in, especially in the fourth quarter you know I've always said it, you know, if you've got a, a, an elite quarterback against you, mm. you need to be following through on these these tackles. Yep. You need to finish the play. Yeah, And it's kind of what they did, but they were a bit high on some of them. You know, you've got to finish it in the right way. Yep. Bring him down, but you shouldn't be bringing him down by the head.
1: Yeah, well, I think, I think that to that point, it's a case of... You know, some of those hits that they got away with, are, you know, they're going to be losing over a hundred yards and penalties if they keep doing those hits every week, mm-hmm. which is going to cost them games. Yeah. So I agree with that being a Trojan win.
0: I mean, it was just 171 yards and a touchdown and two intercep- and two interceptions for Trevor Simeon. Yeah, one it was wasn't a,
1: f- a great game. One was a fluke interception though. It was just a great play by uh, Thomas Davis. But yeah, but he
0: also got away with a couple, so it kind of yeah, helps he each did throw other out. A few floaty a few, Manning-like yeah, few ones, wobbly, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he obviously. Spending too much time looking at a game tape from last season. That's it. Anyway, so that was my first official Trojan win. Yeah, that's um, certified for deal me. Deal with it. Uh, the second one was the Green Bay Packers beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. This wasn't a one-point game. So this was 27-23. to 23. Green Bay Packers? Yeah, I'd say it's Trojan. Okay. Okay, now the reason I think it's Trojan is because if, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers scoring some ridiculous uh, plays, the Packers didn't really deserve to be in this game. No. They showed just how much they rely on Aaron Rodgers in this game. Yeah, Because I was really impressed with the Jags. They had a much improved defence. Their offence was moving. It took them a little while to get going. But once they got started, once they realised, oh, hang on, we actually can win this game, Mm -hmm. they really got into it. They just had some stupid plays, like you said, with the timeouts, when they decided to take a break. It kind of ruined them. And they insisted on running it on first down every time. And of course, that always left them with an interception, or sorry, an incompletion on second down, which always gave them a third and long. Yeah, They were never close on a third down.
1: No, and they were not very good on third down. They were no. just very good on fourth down. They were very good on fourth down. Yeah. Three out of three, yeah. they
0: completed. That speaks to the Packers' defence not being able to close it out. Mm. Um, and the Packers' offence was nothing to write home about either. You know, their top receiver didn't get as many yards as either Hearns or Robinson for the Jags
1: yeah
0: so if it wasn't for Rodgers and you know he's only an injury away from them yeah challenging the Lions for the bottom of the division um, with I'm with you I'm with you I think it's Trojan for that reason yes that was a one-man show yeah but it's I- why Aaron Rodgers is arguably the best receiver uh, best quarterback we've ever seen
1: ever wow Wow, <laughs> okay, I'm not
0: even going to comment on that. If you gave him Jerry Rice... Um,
1: yeah, well, Jesus, um, he's I don't even want to think about that. But no. <laughs> So
0: I agree with that being Trojan. What okay. is the third one? My third one then is the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm showing my true colors there. Uh, 23, the Jets, 22. We've touched on a lot of it, you know, seven sacks uh, for Dalton. The Jets, you know, you think they deserve to have won this game. They played so well. Um, obviously, no one really likes Fitzpatrick that much. He's not a great quarterback. He's not going to be anything more than the game manager, in mm. inverted commas. Um, and then you talk about Jeremy having a good game, but him and Bernard were held for under 60 yards rushing. That's combined. Yeah. So it was only really AJ Green bailing him out on a couple of long catches. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm saying it's Trojan. I think that the Jets had everything in place to win that game. And it's kind of snatched away from at the last second with, you know,
1: field goals again. I'd, I would dispute that one to some extent. I agree it possibly is Trojan. Yeah. But if you're going to get seven sacks on, a, not many teams are going to sack him seven times. No. And if he can still pull out victories, I think that shows character rather than yeah, Tro- Trojan-like win. symptoms. <laughs> so that would be that would be what I would say. I personally. kind of
0: wanted them really to get that win because that would have helped me. Yeah. As a Steelers fan, that would have helped if the not. The the Ravens and the Bengals hadn't won their games as well.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay.
0: But I mean, like I said, there were loads of other games I could have picked. I'm not going to pick any more because, you know, it could be here forever.
1: I think three's enough. Three's a good amount of Trojan wins. Thanks very much. Three's a good amount. Yep, two out of three, I agree with. The third one, I'm on the fence, but I can see why you'd believe it to be Trojan. It's just a game. It is a game. It is a game. game. It's still my favourite segment, Jim. Thank you very much. It's still my favourite segment. Speaking of segments. Okay. I'm going to chuck in a a segment for you now. So, I was spitballing before the podcast and thought, why don't we fill in the blank? everywhere. Why don't we fill in the blank, Jim?
0: I beg your pardon?
1: Let's fill in the blank. For those of you who don't know the rules... I don't know the rules. I'm not going to explain them. Okay. It's exactly what it says. Fill in the blank and you'll know the rules by the end of the segment. Okay. Okay, so let's... I'm going to chuck one at you and you can fill in the blank for me. Brilliant. Okay. (laughs) So, Jack Del Rio's call to go for two was... Blank. Fill in that blank for me, Jim.
0: Jack Del Rio's decision to go for two was blank. Was bowsy. Was Bowsey. I love
1: that bouncy. I
0: I love coaches that go for it on mm-hmm. two point. I I always. You've got to love it when they go to win the game rather than just tie it for overtime. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he didn't obviously trust his defense to stop. Uh, Three Brees and done it all game, so you might as well go for it.
1: Yep. First since two thousand and eight, I think it was. Was it? Someone had gone for two to win the game. Yeah.
0: Loved it. Loved it. That was Balsey. Balsey? Well I like
1: I like that blank being filled with Balsey. Okay.
0: So. Look, so I try one at you
1: then? Oh you've got, you've got some. It's like we've prepared this. Carry on. This-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't prepared this. So how about Melvin Gordon was blank for the Chiefs D? Melvin
1: Gordon was
0: Blank for the Chiefs D
1: I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon was nightmarish Ooh. nightmarish Ooh. yeah
0: you had a good game I'm going to, I've just opened the door here for you to wax lyrical about your boy
1: yeah I, I'm not going to go into too much detail but he was just more clinical this year running the ball he seemed to find the gaps in the red zone and actually commit and actually you know go through where before I think he had some some issues with his vision. Um, I think it helped. He was in the eye formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, having Baby Watt at fullback. What? Creating some gaps for him helped. But yeah, he was nightmarish. Happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Is well, it Baby What Baby Watt. JJ Watt's little brother. Is it? Mm. Mm. Is our fullback. Derek Watt is the Chargers fullback now. He was drafted was, this year.
0: Was he drafted just for the connotations with Watt and Bolt and Charger? I don't know. Possibly. Is that the ads right themselves?
1: He's doing quite well. He's doing quite well, though, to, by the looks of it, from week one. Okay. Created two holes for two Melvin Gordon touchdowns. So. I just
0: gave you a chance to talk about Melvin Gordon. You've talked about Derek Watt.
1: No, I didn't. I said he was more clinical when he found <laughs> gaps in the red zone. And he was nightmarish. because my work. to get off
0: Melvin Gordon. That's All it. All
1: right. I do not want to jinx him.
0: You're so used to not talking about him and moving on the conversation with <laughs> <don't from laughs> last are <season, laughs> <not
1: yet. laughs> I didn't want to jinx him. Okay. Right. Well, I've got one for you then. All right. So Carson Wentz looked. Blank In his debut, that's harsh. Um, okay, Carson Wentz looked
0: encouraging,
1: encouraging, okay, conservative, Encour- but I mean, come on, you know, for a guy that
0: conservative, I think he was all right. You know, he probably did as much as you want from a for rookie starter, uh, probably more was, than you'd
1: expect from a rookie starter.
0: It was against the Browns, it was, you know, let's let's give him a proper challenge first. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone's going to say that the Browns D is going to put up much of a struggle.
1: But he's gone from not playing Division 1 college to starting in the NFL. Even though it's the Browns, it's better than the division he was playing in in college for Whatever
0: I've seen this guy, I've liked him. Mm. Um, Whether it was just the combine or just interviews or Gruden's QB camp they did with him. Mm -hmm. This guy seems pretty sharp. Yeah, Um, Nice person as well, from all accounts. Uh, And that fish supper I had with him the other week. Yep. And so, yeah, for him to come in and get a win on the board in your first game, best luck to him. Yeah. No, I good like friend. to see rookies do well. Should
1: you remind us again what the was blank was? What? The, what what the was blank? the blank? It was encouraging. Encouraging. Carson Wentz encouraging. Encouraging. All right, okay. Good so, blank. All
0: right, so let's... <laughs> aha, aha, aha! So then, Brock Osweiler was blank in his text. Oh, phase. we're
1: going quarterbacks. Back-to-back quarterbacks.
0: Come on, you love a Brock Osweiler hit.
1: Say that again for the fans? Brock, Brock, Brock was blank. Blank in his Texans debut. Ah, I think Brock was Brock like. Bro- <laughs> what? Brock was Brock like in his Texans what does that debut. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm making up words. Brock like. Brock like. Do you know why? Because he was two to one TDs versus interceptions, almost what he did last year. Right. And he relied on <laughs> yards after catch. Brock like. Will Fuller had a beast of a game based on screens and quick slants. One deep ball over the top. That was a Brock-like performance from Brock Osweiler, which is why that is my word.
0: Someone said it's making all the throws.
1: No, (laughs) Brock-like is what it was. You asked me what the blank was, that was what the the blank was. Brock-like. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Would you like a third and final one from me? Go on then. The Vikings' defence caused blank to the Texans' offence. Vikings'
0: defence... The Vikings' defence... Caused 99 problems. 99 problems? <laughs> we got Jay-Z D.
1: references up in here. <laughs> Fantastic. The Vikings' yeah. defence caused 99 problems to the Tex- Titans' offence.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean, what a great game for the Titans' D. When everyone's talking about the offence, you, know, you start forgetting that they had a really, really good defence last year. And Teddy Bridgewater wasn't the second coming, was he? No. He's not... a very naughty boy.
1: Not. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. He no. could be, but not at the moment. That defence They didn't though, rely on
0: Teddy Bridgewater to win games last year. No. So they relied on the defence to stuff them and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. I think they had a great showing against what is arguably one of the best running back tandems in the league.
1: Yep. I'd agree with that.
0: Shut that down and shut down your boy Marcus Mariota as well. So
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: They, that's it. It caused 99 problems. 99
1: problems. I love that. I've got no Jay-Z references for <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> I've got a... I've got to give you one more, haven't I? You have, uh, yeah. Third and so, final for me. The Browns need blank to win next week. The, br-
1: the Browns need blank yeah. to win next week. Yeah, the Browns need blank. Oh, that's tough because there's a <laughs> lot of words. To win ever. To win next week. There's a lot of words. Too many words. Yeah. In fact, I'm thinking... Uh, the Browns need divine intervention. We can hyphenate it if you whoa, want to make it one word. Whoa, we okay. can hyphenate it. Divine yeah. intervention is what the Browns need to win next week. So to the Ravens. Don't care. Divine intervention. That's <laughs> what they need. Their starting quarterback is gone. I know it's RG3, but he looked okay. rg is a pretty
0: good quarterback.
1: Yeah, he looked okay this week. But he's missing, and their defense is missing. Don't know where. Don't know where their defense is, <laughs> but they're missing. Where, where was Josh Gordon? He's because he did the right in season. Suspended. I thought he'd been. I think he's suspended uh, for the first game. Oh, he's back okay. week two. Well,
0: <laughs> just in time for RG3 to have. No, not for him.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Oh, Divine Browns. intervention hyphenated.
0: Browns, Browns, Browns. That's it. I feel so sorry. I mean, we talk about fans, but I feel so sorry for Cleveland, and I know they don't, they don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I've always wanted to see them do well just because they've had the worst luck. The worst. They've they've had to go through the ringer for as long as you can remember. What the Browns? Yeah,
1: they've drafted terribly.
0: Yeah, but that's not the fans' fault. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's the
1: organisation. They have to put up with this. Yeah, they all fill a stadium out. So good for them. Good for their fans. Yeah. All Mad right, props well, to you, fans. But did you like that? So I like that actually. Yeah. Fill in the blanks. Off the cuff. Welcome. You're welcome.
0: Maybe we'll call it. I oh, know. We'll, we'll think of a name for that. If it's not just blanks. Fill in the blanks. Fill in the blankety blanks. <laughs> yeah. No, that's probably copyrighted. Yeah, probably. um we're going to have to go on then, King, so we've got to finish this up. So the first thing we've got to do is just briefly talk about
1: week one. Week one, yeah. Week one.
0: There was a disturbance in the force, wasn't there? Are you Clearly. alluding to my picks? I'm alluding to your picks. You're you. you <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at me. You, you went four and twelve on your
1: picks. So I know. There's no other way to say it. I know. I had an 80% record last season. Yeah. And I've had a stinker to open No up. one
0: knows that except me.
1: This is true. Do you know what I will say to defend myself, if I can, very quickly? Yeah, I'm
0: sure you're going to, so go on.
1: 13 games were within one score last week, and seven of those games were within three points if you include the Colts... Well, if you... Well, basically forget (laughs) that there was a late safety in the Colts game. Okay. When they were trying to, you know, do the whole throw the ball about 19 times to get a touchdown at the Mm -hmm, end of the game. mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so seven games within three points. So that's not bad. I don't think... It's an absolute crab shoot at the start of the season. So, that's me defending myself. Okay. But that was terrible. Yeah. I did badly.
0: <laughs> so, we've got to finish the show, as we're going to do every week, with the Kings picks for week two. Um, this is your chance for redemption?
1: Yeah, I've not even looked at the... I've I, This is terrible, because I'm doing a podcast and expect <laughs> you guys to listen to me, but I've not actually looked at the, uh, the games for next week. Well, I'm
0: going to tell you them. I'm yeah. going to read them out, and you're going to tell me who's going to win. Totally off okay. the
1: cuff, then. Okay. So... Cincinnati are going to Pittsburgh. Oh, it's a tough game. Uh, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I won against them last week, (laughs) and they're at home, so I think the Pittsburgh are going to win that one.
0: Thank you, Sean. Uh, The New York Jets are going to play the Buffalo Bills. Is that in Buffalo? Yeah, always. Yeah.
1: I think that's how I'm calling it out. I'm going to
0: say the away team. Okay.
1: I think that Buffalo is going to win that game because Rex Ryan has done reasonably well against the Jets since they burnt you last week. Yeah, I know, but they're at home. I feel like the, uh, the you're Jets... A,
0: you're a Closet Bills fan as well. I'm, I'm not a Closet Bills fan. <laughs> you always... You
1: love them. I pick I them a you lot. you
0: talk about is the Bills. I pick them a lot. You do. Um, the 49ers are going to play the Panthers. Panthers?
1: To, <laughs> to
0: get their first win of the season. All right. The Ravens then are going to beat the Browns in Cleveland?
1: Yeah, I think so. All
0: right. Tennessee Titans at De- uh, Detroit
1: Lions. Detroit Lions, for me, are going to win at home.
0: Okay, uh, the Chiefs are going to play the Texans. Oh, that's
1: a good game. That's a really good game, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going like. to back. I'm going to back, back Brock like <laughs> Brock Brock. <laughs> I can't say that too fast. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to say the Texans are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs if the Chargers, lowly Chargers, can can take them to overtime. I think that their Texans are
0: that offense, mate. That Texans
1: offense looks dangerous now. It's more, well, and, and well, I, hope, I don't know what's happened with Cushing, but Clowney stepped yeah. up this week, played very well, got a sack, a couple of uh, QB hits, a couple of tackles for a loss, so yeah. You,
0: you did pick him as I a did. contender.
1: I did. I did. Breakout star. Uh, the Dolphins are heading to New England. We'll take on Garoppolo. Oh, that's a tough game, but I think Garoppolo's going to win his second game in a row.
0: <sighs> All right. The New Orleans Saints are playing the New York Giants.
1: Saints are going to win that one. They burnt me last week but I think (laughs) that I think that the Giants won't be able to stop
0: Drew Brees. Okay, so then the Cowboys are playing the Redskins.
1: And I'm again going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win away. Doubling down on Dak. I'm doubling down on Dak because I think Elliot didn't have a very good game and he's going to play very well this week. Okay. Tampa Bay are heading to the cards. That's the hardest game to choose this week for me. Okay. Um I think the cards will get off 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 the duck, but they um Wang. <laughs> yeah, they but it was gonna be a tight game.
0: Okay. Then this one shouldn't be. Uh Seattle Seahawks against the LA Rams. Seattle Seahawks. You do know that the Rams always turn up for division games. Seattle Seahawks. Uh the Colts are gonna play the Broncos.
1: Oh, because I normally used to pick the Colts when Manning was playing. Mm -hmm. But now it's Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I think that the Colts are going to win that game. Okay. The Falcons are playing the Raiders. I think the Raiders will
0: win. Oh, Punk will be happy. The Jags are heading to San Diego. San Diego. East meets West.
1: I think San Diego are going to win. (laughs) Are going to win that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, The Green Bay Packers against the Minnesota Vikings. It's cold up there.
1: It is I don't I think that new, makes I don't first that makes game it, in new stadium though. Uh, so. I don't think that makes a difference. The cold for the Green Bay Packers. or um, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. I've I've talked I've you know, I've waxed lyrical about the, the Vikings. I'm gonna have to pick them this week.
0: Ooh. And last but not least, the Philadelphia Eagles against the Chicago
1: Bears. I think the Bears will win. Against the Bears. Eagles. Yeah, I think that they're at home they'll do well. Langford will have a good game on the on the ground and cutler will limit his turnovers and the the combination of jeffrey and kevin white hopefully will well jeffrey had a good game this week but Mm -hmm. hopefully kevin white can step up
0: we can only hope so um so i think that's gonna do it now king yeah that's it thank you so much for listening guys remember to always hit us at jim and the king on twitter you can check out instagram if you want as well Mm -hmm. we're on soundcloud we're on itunes please subscribe you can find us at jimintheking.com. That's our website. It's got all the stuff on there. We post blogs here and there when we get this free time. Yeah, but You can catch all of our shows on there as well. So until next week, thanks for listening.